Hello everyone. Thank you for tuning into Spaceonomics, Frost and Sullivan's exciting podcast series highlighting key disruptive technologies, innovative business models, promising growth opportunities and other intriguing developments in the space industry. This is Prachi, research analyst with the Aerospace Defense and Security team at Frost and Sullivan. In today's episode of Spaceonomics, we are going to cover the implications of Amazon's Kuiper systems. The objective is to provide high-speed broadband internet to unserved and underserved communities across the world. As per the United Nations, about 52% of the world's population, which amounts to approximately 4 billion people, lacks unhindered access to the internet. This gap in the services has led to the inception of many constellations focused on internet connectivity. SpaceX Starlink constellation takes the lead in terms of the number of satellites. Other companies competing to offer those services include OneWeb, Telesat and LeoSat which have announced constellations of their own. The filings made by Amazon with the International Telecommunication Union indicate a constellation of 3236 satellites scattered at various altitudes. 784 satellites would orbit at an altitude of 590 km. 1296 are set to orbit at 610 km and 1156 satellites are to be stationed at an altitude of 630 km. The data coverage from this constellation extends from 56 degree north to 56 degree south and so they have filed for a waiver from the FCC requirement to cover the United States of America in its entirety as Alaska is too far north to receive satellite reception from Kuiper constellation the constellation is expected to provide services from leo as opposed to conventional broadband services provided from jio with an objective to lower cost and latency we at frost and sullivan within our space research program are closely tracking the developments in the small satellite market. So what is the market like right now? Frost and Sullivan's half yearly analysis of small satellite launch market forecast a demand of 20,425 satellite launches between 2019 and 2033. This is based on the Frost and Sullivan scenario. The low scenario forecasted demand for about 13955 satellite launches of which 81% is indicated to be from the communication constellations which amounts to a little over 11000 satellites these projections do not consider the kuiper constellation satellites as their launch timelines are uncertain for those who are not aware of the scenarios i would like to give you some background We divide forecasts in terms of low, mid and high and frost and Sullivan scenarios. The low scenario includes satellites that have been launched. Mid scenario forecasts include the announcement of satellite launches in the near future. High scenario forecasts include mid scenario numbers in addition to the satellite constellation planned to be launched after 2025. The Frost and Sullivan scenario considers the probability of occurrence across all scenarios. This gives us a brief idea that an additional 3236 satellites can be added to this number in the high scenario. 
Now, what does the entry of Amazon mean to the current market? Amazon is entering as a strong competitor to incumbent and new players. while the other constellation operators are positioned as enablers where they can help customers connect multiple units or servers amazon is already an established player in the big data and related ict markets this means that amazon will be enhancing its existing ict solutions and by doing so it will have dual roles one as an enabler of other downstream capabilities and as an enhanced full solution provider amazon's cuper systems will enhance its aws and other ict services while also providing connectivity as a standalone service with the already announced aws downstation service it will have a broad footprint within the satellite services market add blue origin to this and amazon will have made a full circle in the space industry What Cuper Systems Amazon is a first tech giant to establish a footprint across the upstream and downstream segments of the space industry something which has never been done before the launch service capability might be tricky as the ability to put 3236 satellites into orbit using the new glen launcher is dependent on the success of its schedule launch in 2021 which essentially opens the door for amazon to compete in the freshly operational dedicated launch service market starting with e-commerce and gently stepping into the suborbital flights amazon is now all over the place in the space domain amazon has indicated being open to partnerships with companies that share the same version and the broadband space possibility of collaborations to avoid interference and cater to the global market is high but we have to wait and see which companies would actually be interested another major concern due to these huge constellations is the problem of orbital debris this is expected to be mitigated by incorporating the satellites with a self deorbiting capability this can deorbit the satellite in less than 10 years to conclude leo constellation for broadband connectivity is a fast growing market and is going to be very interesting time ahead on that note i hope you have enjoyed this session today please join us for future spaceonomic podcast and for any queries in our research and analysis or to know more about our growth partnership services reach out to digital@frost.com thank you for your time